Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Fake Nerd Book Club, this time where we are finally, after years, getting back to our runs. No, not the kind of thing where we have to go visit the toilet every once in a while, but our comic runs where we are able to go through an entire comic line uh, and talk about it as a whole. Uh, the entire series, not just single volumes. We haven't done this for a while, but we're picking back up with the one that started it all, Wasted Space. Uh, in the time that we haven't been doing this, Wasted Space concluded, and we were eagerly anticipating getting back and finishing the story. So we are coming back with Wasted Space Volume 4, uh, which is the second to last volume. It has issues 16 through 20 of the epic and raunchy space saga. Oh, oh yes. Uh, and of course, uh, I am Sparks Witty. I'm joined, as always, by Ryan Eliopoulos. I'm so happy to be back in this waste of space. Uh, ben Magnet is here as well. I'm not going to lie. I miss these characters. Mm -hmm. I missed them a lot. And of course, Brandon T. McClure. I am also incredibly happy to be back talking about Wasted Space after all this time. Uh, the whole pandemic. I'm so, I'm so glad I read the first three volumes before I read this because I did yeah. not remember them as well as I thought I did. Yeah, it helps having, having uh, this big collection that just came out, uh, which was one of the Onuses to get back into it. Yes, right. Uh, At a certain point, Ryan and I were just waiting for the omnibus to come out. The omnibus is now out from Vault Comics' whole big, big boy book collection that mm -hmm. we both have of uh, Wasted Space. Um, for those catching up, or for those who who aren't familiar, uh, Wasted Space. We did the first three volumes. It was one of the first things we did for the YouTube video series of Fickner Book Club. So it's our first episodes on both the video and audio feed. So you can go mm. all the way back. And, if for uh, some check, reason you're checking out issue sixteen yeah. for your first episode, just just know, or or like you just didn't look back at the feed. And they're like, yeah. "Where's volumes one through three? Well, that's yeah. where they are. They're they're back at the beginning of the feed, as well as an interview with Michael Morisi that we did just after finishing volume three uh, when uh, the series was still not finished yep. so we are picking back up volume four here we go uh excited to be here friends um how are we all feeling about coming back to wasted space is it still excellent the answer is yeah uh, it's I, I excellent. it feels really nice to come back uh it's almost like like this is like uh they make a great joke in i think it's the last issue that we read of this volume um you know it's almost like we're some type of like guardians Guardians of a Galactic, <laughs> you know, that's not, not coming to me. And I'm like, man, it just, it, it's a really like raunchy version of that. Uh, and not to, you know, directly compare it to something else, but like these characters are so fun and they're all, they all have their faults, but they're all really lovely. And like where we, where we are now, you know, coming to earth for this volume um, and this whole, this whole arc being about like, can people change, you know, like if you did bad things, can you become better? Like, which is the whole thing, but like centering around this new character we meet on earth. Um, just really enjoyed it, really loved it. I love the Legion stuff. What a fun character. The creator is getting more and more attention as we get closer to the end. And like, just what an asshole. Like, I mean, everyone loves jet skis, like, you know, Loki represent, I get it. Um, just, yeah, just really great. And I'm happy. I'm happy to be almost at the end. Sad to see it's over, but happy to be here. Uh, real quick, uh, I do want to say, I've already mentioned this is written by Michael Morisi, but yes. Yes, the yes. art, incredible art is done by Hayden Sherman, mm -hmm. uh, with colors by Jason Morty. Oh yeah. Um, this is a gorgeous comic we've talked about before. Um, the art continues to be phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I really, really enjoy it. So I do want to highlight Sherman's con contribution as well. Um, yeah, picking up at volume four, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we are in the thick of 
I'll be honest with you guys. Like when I was when I was getting into this, uh, I was a little nervous about did we do it one too many times with 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 Billy? Did did we go back to no? Forget it. I'm gonna be better. Oh no, I'm not. Oh sure, sure. Did, sure. did we do it one too many times? And I feel like we just barely skirted out of this. Is this okay? Is, yeah, we're okay. We're okay. Uh, this I, is I think because now he knew it was gonna be 25 issues. Like, this was the final time for him to be a fuck up and be like, dude, you got to do something about this. Right. And, like, this is the one specifically because it is going back to the beginning with May and stuff. Like, it is kind of like a full circle thing of, like, oh, no, this is literally the thing that I wanted this entire time. And it turns out, like, it's not what I want. It's not what I need. It's one final trial for Billy, right? Because he, he comes to Earth with the intention that I've just been on this planet. I've changed. I've got my friends back. We're gonna we're gonna kill the creator as a team. We're doing this, and then Margaret shows up looking like May, and he has and he reverts. He's like, "Oh, actually, I'm good. I've got what I want." Like, uh, but he doesn't know that's what he's doing because he because he's a bullshitter. He's a bullshitter to himself. He um, he constantly will lie to himself, and 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 I think because of that, they get away with doing this again uh, because now finally you can have like. Ah, uh, shit. All right. This was the last time I fucked up. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do this for real now. Yeah. I, I think that it being this copy of May is kind of the only way that you can kind of allow Billy to, to backslide a yeah. little. It had to be something um, like, it, it had to be, it had to be this, um, anything less. And it would have been like, come on. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, you know, like Dust recognizes, like, oh, this is really bad. This is, this is the worst. The second, <laughs> yeah, he op- yeah. he opens the door and he sees something that looks like me, and he's like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh no, uh, he's uh, gone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest, because I remember the some of my first criticisms of, or not criticisms, but the first things I was about the book that I was talking about was how much I hated Billy. And like, I want to say maybe volume one, but possibly volume two where he got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I completely agree. The constant times, him screwing up, him saying, this is the last time I'm going to screw up. And then just him reverting back into his old habits again. It's just like, dude, why? And the second May, uh, Margaret showed up and he calls her May, I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Because honest to goodness, if I was in his situation, I'd probably do the exact same thing. Like you lose the person you love, there she is. Even though it's not technically her, pretty damn close. You think it's and, your fault, so like yeah. you feel you feel like like mm-hmm. renewed of, of your sin. So like, oh, I don't feel bad about the thing that ha- that happened. So like, I can be go back just to the way things used to be, uh, just because yeah. how easy it is to be comfortable. Yeah, but the whole thing with Margaret, I think, was just a great jump for Billy to be like, no, you have to, you know, end the creator. You have to do this. That like when Ryan, when you said this was Billy's last trial, hundred percent agree. And I actually, I was like, or what Spark said, this was Billy's last trial. Damn it! Why do I keep messing that up? Brandon, it was Brandon. Son of a. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> now I feel that. like you're. Now I feel like you guys are screwing with me. But no, 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 no. We were both trying to point to Brandon. <laughs> Whoever said Billy's last trial, Brandon, hundred percent agree. And it's okay. I don't remember. I don't remember saying that. And I won't lie. I really did miss all these characters. I missed their antics. I had a great time reading this. This was so much fun to get back into. Dust MVP. Love that guy. Always. Always. 
such oh uh, i don't know if we brought this up three years ago but he absolutely is doing the henry cavill mustache situation going right now yeah yeah i specifically yeah. one picture i took i'm not gonna pull it up but like the angle and like you just drew that's just henry cavill that's just henry cavill man in from fallout uh, and i i'm not mad about it i love it looks great yeah uh um, yeah the so going to earth uh they're going to earth because that's where like the they pinpoint where the creator is like hanging out or whatever right and they're gonna go kill god um they get to earth and they get when they arrive they like arrive in like dodger stadium um and there's a standing ovation of people waiting for them and that throws them completely off guard it throws me off guard and then olvin shows up some guy from billy's past uh he's like oh billy the voice of the creator what's up i'm so glad you're here we love the creator here everybody loves you um and then great shit happens from there but like when we get to earth like what was your initial thoughts about like olvin and like uh all this stuff like did you what did you expect to happen like did you expect this or anything similar or did you expect to like oh we're just gonna go infiltrate the creator's house i'll i'll be real i i i've re i have had an image of wasted space in my head that i'm that i am now sure from a different comic um mm. of of a of the creator sitting on a throne of skulls and the reveal being that earth is a desolate wasteland and so like mm. i had that image in my head that I superimposed into wasted space all these okay. years, all these years later. So when we got to earth, I was like, Oh, this is not what I expected at all. I like, I thought it was going to be this desolate wasteland where there's yeah. no, no people left alive and just the creator just chilling there. But no, it's just, it's, it basically looks the same. They still have Mountain Dew. <laughs> they still have Mountain Dew. And it's the greatest thing ever. And jet skis. <clears throat> and like, what I kind of like is like, it's clearly in the future, but like not that different um it's, yeah, well, it's like, not that different from what la is now it's like Blade Runner if, almost now. If, if i could say i wanted to talk about this really this one line for a very hot second because i thought it was so funny because i thought the exact same thing when i was a kid when they're talking about lost angels uh, aka los angeles and then mm -hmm. they said yeah it's, it must be like a nexus point because there's a bunch of religions oh hey scientology that sounds great a religion about science because when i was a kid and i heard scientology and basic science told me that if the word, if the suffixology was attached to a word, that meant it was a study of. So yeah. one time I told my parents I wanted to be a Scientologist because I thought, hey, a scientist of all sciences, that's like a, some really cool Doc Brown shit. I want to oh, do that. It. And my parents were like, no, you don't. Th that's not it. And I'm like, but that's so confusing, though. Doesn't ology ben, mean. Welcome to Xenu. Uh, no. And and and. <laughs> Something else. I don't know. That's all I know about that religion. Yeah. Um. I want to. I want to go back a little bit, if that's okay, Please. and mention one of my favorite things ever. And I forgot. And I'm so grateful. Reading. Yes. Uh. Reading this. Uh. Reading all three volumes prior to this once again. Um. Because I forgot how funny this book was. Like this book mm -hmm. is really funny. And right. one of my favorite moments is in this book when it's just like. For five seconds, can we focus on something else? And then they look at you. They look at the audience. And then it's just, Wasted Space presents the Adventures of Legion. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. They, it's brilliant. I don't know what... It might have been in one of the previous volumes. Because, again, I read a lot of this over the last two days. I read all of this, the last the 20 issues over the last two days. Uh, uh, but there's one where he's like, man, that's a lot of wasted space. And it's like it looks right <laughs> at the panel. Like, right at us. And I'm like... You know what? I'll let you pass on this one. This one's pretty. All right. All right. Yeah. Not a, you can't do it all the time, but I'm gonna allow it this time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in one of the previous ones. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good it's a good gag. Yeah. Um Legion's been one of our favorite characters. Yeah. Um 
just for how unique and it's really cool to get legion's history oh absolutely in this story i i love this prometheus ass like way of like it's just it's just people who are more powerful than you but they also are just regular they're just people still like they just yeah. create but they don't have the answers either i love that it's just it, it just it's just that over and over again no matter how big you get it's just i just created something i don't know mogo yes, yes absolutely or ego i guess ego or mogo yeah, some living the... some living sentient planet I, I really like the idea of it though, like as a deity that like mm -hmm. uh they they like they bound their consciousness uh to the planet over which they rule because that way the people in them would share the same destiny. Mm. Uh so they wouldn't feel as guilty by like, you know, oh if I screw them over, I screw myself over too. This is just like really intense work. That's a lot of work mm -hmm. by Hayden Sherman. That's incredible yeah. stuff. Every oh, yeah. page in the Legion one is specifically is like really really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I really and I really it's it's such a nice little detail detail because like when we're talking about this planet Sparks, um, which when he says like you know, I bound my consciousness, my very being to the planet over which I rule, uh, it's like does that help? No, the people are destroying the world with pollutant with pollutants killing us all. Um, he's the planet is sad, right? Like when we meet the planet, it's got a sad face, and I really I this. It's unnecessary, but it's that kind of detail that I just kind of like in this artwork. That it's just it is the planet sad. And when he meets his god, like you've answered my call, and uh, he's like, "Yo, man, uh, uh, life, life is just what it is. There is no good or evil, just what it is." And like he's also very sad. So when Legion destroys him out of anger, he says, "Thank you," because yeah. he's just been living sad, like rotting away. Uh, and he inherits his godlike power, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it better." And he realizes you can't. <laughs> You can't. Gotta love this page. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love, so lovely good. shit. Love it. I, I pulled it for the audio listeners. I pulled up the page where it's uh, the big, this big legion, uh, just two page spread. Um, brilliant. Yeah, getting uh, out the the godlike powers. That whole. I love how um, Maurice can write stories in this. Well, obviously, that's one overarching story. There's a lot of philosophical bits in here, but it's also extremely hilarious but reading the the legion issue was so profound as like what does it mean to be a god what does it like really what does one go through not just to ascend to godhood because in a bunch of our pop culture and fantasy stories that we've read you have a lot of these characters who are trying to achieve godhood there who are trying to um to be like to do this so they can rule over everything and supreme being it to be the supreme being and that they get and it bites them in the ass some way like case in point jafar away becomes a genie and gets trapped in lamp sure but then you have legion who doesn't want it who goes to his god for answers because he's pissed he's he doesn't go there and like oh my lord i worship you essentially he's like gore the god butcher without being gore the god butcher and what he and like you said, what well, he kills um his god out of sheer anger and essentially spite, and he takes this godlike energy, he's like, damn it, I didn't want this. This is bull crap. Well, but he even says, like, all right, well, if I, if I have this, I'm going to do this better. I'm gonna be a good god. I'm going to I'm going to give the people what I didn't have. And they and his people still kill themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh and she's so like, Well, what's the point then like what are we yeah. what are, what does anything matter if this is all just going to happen no matter what we do and that is that uh, is kind of like that is the the lovely thing uh uh and which was in again i'm so glad i reread this because all the stuff with fury is so good uh yes. dust like uh, uh kill lover uh all the stuff with her in therapy how she like she is like the like 
a murderous assassin. And she's like, yo, I need to do the work. I got to work on myself. And like, I love this book that it's allowed to be this big, ridiculous sci-fi book. But like, it's it's kind of like, it's not subtle about what it's trying to say. And like, it's really in your face with its emotions. And I really, really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Because sometimes you just need to have like a real ass conversation with someone, even if it's like a cyborg person, because they're allowed to have real ass conversations too, right? And that's the type of thing that like, comics sometimes shy away from. Because like, oh, you have to be like this. I'm like, no, you can have the dude, the uh, uh, the big orc man. And he's also a character, but he's like, you know, he's really silly and funny, but he's also a character with thoughts. And I'm like, I just book just Mauricio's so good at, at making it feel real uh, when it needs to be. The, yeah. the, I want to quickly go back to the planet, to the to the planet God, because he says um, something where he says, I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah. We don't know where we come from or why we're gods. Is there a God God above us? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the answer that like even the gods in this universe don't know where they come from, don't know their purpose. He has this, he has this this great line that i love which is basically which becomes legion's credo uh the, re- the reason why he, a legion puts uh, billy on this mission is I have, I have lived since time began yet still i do not know heed my words friend the cosmos needs freedom more than it needs gods mm-hmm. this is it's a really electrifying as ryan was saying just a conversation between a planet and a god like it's really like frankly it's really difficult to make that really interesting um visual visually when it's just a, a when it's just a person floating there and, and talking to a planet that can't emote yeah but the way hayden sherman draws it and the way michael Morisi writes it it's it, it's so compelling and you just it just flows by and again like it, it in other books with other writers like they would feel the need to make these characters feel grandiose and have like the dialogue bubbles be like taking over the whole screen or you know like saying like you like very shakespearean stuff but these just feel like people talking uh, and again, it doesn't matter the size of the person or what it, or, or the, the God level. It's just like you connect on an emotional level to no matter what type of character it is, as long as it's well-written and luckily Maurice is a good writer. Right. Uh, I really like that you highlighted it, Brandon, cause I was going to do so, um, the, the freedom over gods, uh, yeah. thing that is given to Legion and that we finally contextualize what Legion's whole thing is, which is Legion interferes anytime a God is constraining freedom yeah um and the biggest and baddest that he's been waiting for has been the creator it's Um, like a physical representation of the force almost like good and evil almost like like uh like oh like uh legion's like all right gotta come balance these sith out they're being bad boys gotta balance the universe out he he even says like i made myself legion and we watched vigilant for when the wrong gods arose the kind of gods who interfered with life the kind who believed freedom was a prize to be hoarded and an ideal to be sought. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue that's in this the creator book is good. for sure. The dialogue in this book is so good. Like I always, I, I, I totally forgot. Yeah, uh, I, the way he writes the creator too. He's like, he's so fun. Again, like going to the end of like the jet ski moment. He's like, yo, man, I can give you back your girl, money. People will love you. Look at jet skis. Our jet ski is awesome. You can have all this, and you don't even have to like me. I don't even need you to like me. You don't even need to like really do anything. Just like continue to like just be Billy and like like hey, I'm tied to the creator, and that's enough because people are stupid and people will well, listen to anything. What's so sinister about what the creator does in that moment? Because you brought up the Jesky moment. I want to talk. I want to go back to a little bit before that, which was sure. um, when 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 the creator pops up and he goes, "Hello, Billy." Uh, oh man, don't don't do that. Uh, Billy says, "I'm sorry, man. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad." Like. <laughs> The creator says my bad because he's approaching Billy as a friend. And he's like, uh, well, I've been thinking, Billy, I figure since we're going to be spending more time together and since 
you're down a best friend. Maybe, maybe we can be best friends. And like, it's so sinister because you know that the creator wants is, is an evil person, but he's, he's, he is appealing to, to Billy in a way. He's like, I can be what dust was to you. Yeah. But I can be better because we can ride jet skis together. Aren't jet skis yeah. cool, Billy? Um, it's so sinister. I love and it. What's what's really fun is like, you know, we're nearing the end of the book, and like we know that like the despite being gods, like they can be killed, right? So like um we learn all about like how the creator like is how he's able to like manifest himself around the world, which is a really cool idea. He's like he's using this like basically the souls of other people. Mm -hmm. Uh 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 but like he's scared now. Like we're we're reaching to a point where Billy has not died, he has not been defeated, and no matter how much power the creator has, he knows that like he could be defeated. Uh, yeah. So like I think he now is having to manipulate him in a different way. Instead of being like I'm going to kill you, he's like actually we can be buds. There's no reason to fight me. Uh, so I think like without saying it, I think it's showing showing his tail a little bit. Uh, like like he's a little scared. Uh, right, because like Legion's story at the beginning also serves very much to the purpose of like the creator's definitely killable yeah he's beatable this is not an unachievable goal um and i really like that i actually wanted to highlight before we left legion story completely the um i will not do because we've questioned like why isn't legion killing the creator billy's question why isn't legion going and killing the creator himself yeah i will not do the deed myself for this is my edict i teach the universe one simple lesson you made your gods and you can tear them down if you want Woo! love that yeah yeah that's a good that's a good line uh and and then it's in and uh, what's great about this book is that it's capped off with a boner joke which is only something <laughs> that wasted space can do right yeah, yeah. I, I brought up i said uh dick crystals earlier but like yeah there's a whole thing where like they get these ice these ice crystals and they're like yo like this must be something really incredible right and it just gives people boners <laughs> and then they're like yo let's go let's go to the sex planet and give these to the people who need it because we can get money for this and i'm like there's, yeah yeah there's one line i'm gonna try to find it real quickly um, which was about kind of. Um, oh, where where was it? Ah, the mighty boner crystals of Globetrob. I'll take a crate myself. You can never be too prepared when it comes to getting your man to stand at attention. A hey, billium. A hey, billium. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love. Um, what's this? What's this barbarian's name? Uh, Tyron. Tyron. Oh, it's like it's like the T. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. Tyron. Tyron. Yeah, I think it is Tyron. Tyron. Actually, uh, that dude's awesome. I love. He has a great this moment exactly. He gets hit with a dart. He's like, ha, a single dart. What will that do? Blah, 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 blah. Oh. That is a lot of darts. That is a lot of darts. <laughs> a lot of darts. Yeah. He's it. really um, fun. I'm, I'm I'm happy that he's part of the crew. The crew in this volume. Yeah. We, we get rid of Rex for for a volume because he comes back at the end of this volume. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's nice to have this character. He's such the opposite of Rex, and he's so much fun to, to play around with as a character. He he brought he brought such a fun energy to the to the book. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I really like everything about this book. I really like the stuff. I think the most with Olvin, the 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 preacher man that we meet. Um, who turns out to be like a rebel uh, who gets mm. who gets killed by uh, and we have reason to distrust him because we we saw him earlier and yeah he, we were like oh yeah that guy's piece hundred percent and like oh no yeah, the, the whole time the whole time the second they landed on Earth and they they see like this big open welcome they see Olden the whole time I'm like sus like I was like something's up something's wrong oh, yeah. and then when it was revealed that Olden like he's like when he says I will never love the creator. I'm doing this so we can destroy him from the inside. I'm like, oh, like yeah, the, even good. when he, I when that is revealed, I don't trust him until Viceroy murders him. Yeah, that's the fair. second that's fair, the yeah. Viceroy shows up and kills him, I'm like, oh, 
he actually was on our side. Yeah. Okay, then. I love that. I love that. Because, again, like, just like Sparse said, like, we have no reason to trust him. Like, like, like no, the, the book gonna... has not given us anything yet, uh, you know, outside point of view uh, to trust him. So, like, we're just going in with the same Billy perspective. You're absolutely correct. There's no reason why we should trust him. Um, and but I want to but I, I do want to highlight the a line that he talks about to what he says to Ty, Tyron. I, he says, um, you know what the what the one core immutable tenet of faith is. It's actually quite simple. Love. You need love to have faith because from love springs trust, belief, sacrifice, empathy, and kindness. Make no mistake, Tyron. I will never love the creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's such a good, such a good kind of distillation of what faith should be. You know, like this idea, like uh, what we're trying to talk about, like not to get a little political, but like what we like faith so much of what we see with like televangelists and with, um, the Republicans, uh, the faith-based Republicans specifically, uh, is that so much of this this fear aspect that you have to be fearful of God. The fear of God is what is what puts your faith in in you. But to distill what faith truly is as the love of something, to love your God, to love your neighbor, to put your faith in something is to love something. Such a brilliant way to look at it. Such a really yeah. nice way to put. And it goes back to like this book's not subtle. Like we talked about it, just like. 20 minutes ago. This book's not subtle. It's beating your whole yeah. over the head. But the way Maurice writes is really poetic, I yeah. find, in this book. And it, it's such an interesting way to look at this sort of thing because, yeah, it's not subtle, but it's poetic in a way. And it's, to bring up uh, Ben, what you were saying about like when the Viceroy, who was like, Viceroy, I don't know what that dude is, but he's awesome. Like, he's is cool. he like a robot skeleton man? Because like, I'm all about very it. Grievous. Very, yeah, very, very grievous. grievous. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like when he goes into that, when he goes into confront Olvin, and he's like, tell me everyone you're working with. And then he's like, nah, dog, this ain't it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, he really is a good guy. This is awesome. He gives a whole speech. And the only thing he gets a response with is, who are you working with? Who are you mm-hmm. working with? That was a mistake. You're dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, damn, yeah. they skinned him alive. On top of that, he's also like quoting works of, of art and things that have been created by humans on Earth. Yes. But specifically, I was taking that as like things he appreciated about what Earth could make before the creator got there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The same Love way. it. Yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to talk uh, or extrapolate on Brand's point about how Maurice writes this and how how this book isn't subtle, but it's also very poetic. I know there's books that we've read and we've talked about that are not subtle, and they you know they bash you over the head with their message, be it political, faith based, whatever, and it's to a point where it's like, all right, this isn't good, not subtlety. This is an example of very good, not subtlety. As in, like, yeah, we know this book isn't subtle, but it's written in a way that, yeah, it's bashing you over the head with it, but it's not annoying. It's not... Um, it's earnest. Yeah, exactly. It's 100% earnest. And it's and even though you know exactly what Maurice and what the characters are trying to convey, you feel for them. They're talking... They're The way Maurice can, and can string the words together, it's not sounding preachy. It's not sounding condescending. It's not sounding... Mm-hmm. Un- like you said, he's sounding, he's talking earnestly. It's like you're actually listening to what people talk about, what people debate about, just like ordinary people. And they're not trying to force their opinions on you. They're just like, look, this is how the, the way we see it. That's how it is. That's just mm-hmm. how we're, that, that's just how we go. And it's mm-hmm. oddly enough, a very big breath of fresh air because a lot of time when books like this are that are, I mean, this book, I wouldn't say this book is super politically charged. But when books deal with a certain thing, like well, with a certain, like essentially this book is trying to go out and kill God, 
you get like a certain like you get i'm a little trepidatious because a lot of times those type of books are like really like super pro atheist and like super like bashing stuff over the head and it's like you everyone who believes in faith is stupid it's like no i don't know if i 100 percent agree with that whereas with this book i do <laughs> sorry i didn't want to say i do no no it's all right it is with with this book. It's like I can see the argument of the other side. I can see what they're trying to say. Like the whole going jumping back to Legion, where where the planet, like when Brandon pointed out the planet land, where it's like the cosmos needs freedom more than it needs its gods. It's like a profound thing. It's like, damn. Yeah. There's um, there's a great reference of a. Uh, and the creator came down to Jurassic Park and he commanded, <laughs> hey, I haven't gotten to the creator's Fast and the Furious street racing miracles yet. Yeah. Good uh, to know in the future some things are always alive. Yep. Uh, Fast and Furious uh, 47, probably? Or yeah, the... Um, there, we talked a little bit about um, Billy's kind of, uh, you know, back to his old stick in, the, in this book. And there's a lot of that here. Um, I do think that what's important about... <clears throat> about Billy's turn in in this book is that dust has finally had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's been on the, it's been on the edge in the last volume. He was, he was like, I'm not going to be with you anymore, Billy. I'm going to go off and do this thing. Cause I want to do that. But he didn't tell Billy off. He, he's still very much like in Billy's corner. And he's like, you know, Billy, blah, blah, blah. But now he like, now he's like so done with Billy's bullshit because Billy has this line where he says, um, uh, I want to know what what uh, I want to know what the galaxy or galaxies or whatever the or whatever the F looks looks like with the creator gone. How is it going to change? It's the classic chicken and the egg head scratcher dust. Does the creator make people selfish, hateful assholes, or is it the fact that people are naturally selfish, hateful assholes that gave birth to the creator? And dust is like, you don't even believe this anymore. What are you doing? Like he's yeah. just done, and he has this this great this great page. There's this great page here, this great panel here where it's just dust and. Uh, where it's just Dust yelling at Billy, and Billy is just not, not really not receiving it. But Dust is just kind of yelling at him, like, um, like you, uh, he says, "You know what? What I think? I think you you got what you wanted, meaning you got me, you got May back, or, or whatever uh, effed up replica that is that is of her, and you're willing to sell every everything and everyone else out because of it, because Dust now realizes you don't believe any of this crap that you've been spouting for the past twenty issues." You're just you're just doing whatever you want to look after yourself, and you're making up this bullshit to make yourself feel better about it. But that's that is not the case anymore, and I've had it. And he finally yeah. like throws him in the pool, and he's just like, "I'm done. I'm finally yeah. done." You bleached my robe, the chlorine. Yeah. I I I appreciate that. That's you know that's a point where dust got to, and like doing the arc of that and everything. I for me it it's that. I think the the arc of Billy learning the screw up lesson in the last volume was better sure. than here. And even though like May is the thing that pushes him into this space. That's the nuke one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the, um, no, the nuke one's volume two, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. They're blending a little. Um that's okay. But but the the point being like it, up to this point, the the previous the previous time where he comes back and he's like I really, I think I need to just like accept that, you know, 
not everything needs to be shitty. Like, because like if if nothing, it's the oh, speaking Molly. of Somali where he yeah, says yeah, like yeah. if nothing, if nothing matters at all, that doesn't mean that like doesn't that mean that everything can matter yeah. the same? Yes. Um, and like that kind of thing. And I think that that revelation in arc is just better than what Billy goes through as Billy here. I I agree with that. Um, and yeah. that's why I'm like a minor bit down on doing this with Billy again. Yeah, I think it's fine to like push him backwards because of of May and everything. But I kind of wish it was a little bit more of a struggle we saw with him uh, over those points um, rather than, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be brain-pilled now um, until I decide I'm done. Uh, and and that, that part I found just not as strong as Billy's previous, like, oh shit, I've learned the lesson arcs. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I do, I do remember, I do like the uh, end of volume three when it, it, that you're referencing, which is the two of them in space, uh, just kind of having a, a heart to heart. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I just flipped through this page. I just want to highlight. It's just very funny. It's when Tyra, Ty, uh, Tyron, um, has won a, has won a stuffed bunny. And he's just yeah. so excited oh, yeah. about it. And he's just like, yeah. I want a, this thing. Just um, a very funny I, book. They go to a, they go to a theater and Tyron's like, Oh my like, God. Oh my God! Come yes. now, just the theaters are the great meeting place, the symposiums. I say of any culture, and it's a porn theater. Yeah, yeah. His, my favorite thing is when Dust is like, "Are you even looking at the screen?" And when he when yeah. he does, he goes, "Hounds of Hades, what have they done to the theater?" Yeah. <laughs> that and I really love the capper at the end of Molly's. Uh, Shut up, sir! Everyone knows what you came here to do. We know what you came here to do. <laughs> yeah. And then Tyrant just, what, what did he come here to do? <laughs> What a innocent uh, barbarian man! I love it. I love. I love this book so much. Uh, uh, I'm there so are two, two, I'm glad. There are two bits. Uh, well, I'll let Ryan. I just want to yeah. show the the Viceroy. Viceroy. What a great like murder panel. Like really, really effective. Um, I want to highlight uh, just in the art when Billy does first see uh, Margaret. Uh, and he says May, uh, mm -hmm. and he's got the tears in his eyes. It's just a really powerful final yes. page of an issue. Um, but I, as a ridiculously huge fan of Calvin and Hobbes, have yeah! to highlight uh, yes. uh, the the opening of uh, uh, issue twenty. Love it with Billy and Dust in the style of Calvin and Hobbes after Watterson. Yeah. It says as he's yeah. having a yeah. yeah after Watterson is really good uh, as he's having this dream of uh, uh, interpreting what Dust did. Love it. Yeah, I yeah, this is it's really good. It's really good, really clever. It's drawn so well. Um so yeah, we I, learn we learn about the creator, and I think this is a really awesome development. Uh the creator is not just like a physical dude who just like uh, floats around. Uh he's a parasite and he uses people willingly uh uh to house him and to give him more power, almost like horcruxes in a way. And with faith, he's able to basically be like almost like immortal if people believe in him like that. So like that is such an incredibly cool idea that like even like first of all he doesn't even need unwilling victims. People are willing to do this no matter what because mm -hmm. it's God. Hey God, will you will you? I will absolutely be God's host. Absolutely. Uh, and he has that for infinitum for the rest of his life. That and is this so is how spooky. he's able to appear at di in different places so frequently. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like a hologram, yeah. basically, uh, or like a, a spiritual hologram. I just think it's a really, really cool idea. Like, it makes his threat so much more sinister and evil, and it's like grand in scope. Because, like, again, he's not just like a planet you go and bomb. Like that, he's like it's it's like an idea. How do you mm -hmm. kill an idea? Like that's really cool, and I'm really excited to see how but they even, take him out. Even they say like 
you can't. They're all over the planet. We can't get them all. And right now, he's not even in. He's not even on Earth. He's in the other galaxy. He's in yep. their galaxy, uh, screwing things up. Uh, Making a civil war happen war. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was the war that, that ended <laughs> up with the power vacuum in volume one when they killed uh, Yam. Yeah. Um, so, like, that was, a, I thought that was a really good reveal. I do want to, yeah. I do want to highlight another moment in this final issue, though. It's when, it's when Billy has, he's decided, like, I'm going to go back to my friends and we're going to kill the creator. Uh, and he's talking to, to Margaret and he's like, and he picks, like, literally, like, three panels, large word bubbles of just this, this pleading, like, you know, this is why we're going to do this. This is why it's good. This, and, and she just goes, Oh, Billy, 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 we knew you <laughs> turned soft in the end. Yeah. And he just goes, and I love you too. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> she activates her lightsaber. <laughs> she activates her lightsaber. What I, what I really like about <clears throat> Maurice's writing. And I've, I've said this in the first two volumes. I remember um, is that, through the way the panels are laid out and through the way the faces are, and this is also on Hayden Sherman's art, through the way the, the faces are um, drawn uh, the and the dialogue is written, I think it's a letter, letter I also want to highlight. Um, uh, what's the gentleman's name real quickly? So sorry. Uh, Jim Campbell. Um, there's a letter for all, for all these issues. Um, this is a, all three of them working together as like as like one entity to create what feels like very believable dialogue that you can read and you know exactly how they're saying it, what the delivery feels like, um, uh, and it so, feels so natural. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like there's. It doesn't feel like someone said it up. Someone said a. Someone should have said a contraction here when they didn't. Like it feels very much like when you see like oh cool 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 like you you hear. You hear that, and you're like, it comes across really well. And so when you see this pan, this two pan, this two panel here, he's with the sincerity face, where he's just like, "And I love you," and then like, and then this face points you to exactly how he's saying, "Wait, what?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's uh, like so good. Uh, the 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 creative team on this book is just working on all cylinders uh, when they're working together. It's brilliant. Hundred percent agreed. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, it turns out that May. You know, uh, uh, it's not going to work out. So she nope. activates, uh, and the creator's like, "All right, Billy, I you you had your chance. I gave you everything you wanted. All right, snap. Uh, I'm going to tell everyone that you killed the Pope. Mm -hmm. Devilish, devilish yam. I almost mm -hmm. called him ham. Uh, uh, deviled eggs and ham. Um, and then the entire world just immediately is also activated. They're like, Billy Bane, he killed yam. And the final page is, um, so do you still think he can kill me as he's running from hundreds of people on the street? That's yes. awesome. That is awesome way to end an issue. I'm so stoked. Uh, like well, that's now, the, that's not the end of the issue, but um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Couple pages and a couple pages towards the end, but yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. brilliant page that I'm holding up here. Also, yeah. uh, also just just really a funny ass line was like, we were gonna go snowboarding tomorrow. Oh yeah. What is what is this giant spider creature on Earth? Yo, they do. If you look at, they got werewolves. Yeah. Um, when I was rereading these issues, there was definitely a Krang from TMNT in uh, uh the, the dude with the uh, like the glasses and the pink spikes. That dude was yeah. definitely in one of those issues. There's a lot of weird things in this one. Hayden Sherman, uh, like you, that's man. Predator. We're straight up, Brandon. On the right page, there's just straight up just a Predator. Oh, where? Uh, in the top oh, yeah. under a big, uh, yeah, that's a Predator. 
We can have fun. We can have fun. It's a little cameo fest, I bet. This is this. I'm, I'm sure it is. I was. Rem- I remember reading Birthright and Andrea Sorrentino. Um, I believe that's the writer's name. Uh, that's the artist's name. Um, was uh, uh, there's a there's like a trophy room. And mm-hmm. uh, if you look in that trophy room, there's the crocodile from Hook. There's the Ark of the Covenant. There's Genie's oh, lamp, man. and like there's all sorts of fun little nerdy details that you can point out if you're if you're familiar with all these properties. It's really fun. Um, oh, um, De- dust activates kill mode three, uh-huh. and then yes. it's like, uh, and, and Molly's like, "Oh no, is this, what do I have to do? Did we activate? Is this over for all of us?" And then Billy runs in yelling, "Bubble bath." <laughs> Yeah, and, well, then, and then Dust is just like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, is everyone okay? Love it. There's, love a, great, it. there's a great line here. So it's Ty, Ty, Tyron's like, I think I heard some people outside who wanted to battle. Definitely outside, far away. Uh, Definitely outside, far away. Uh, but the, the, I really like the I really like uh, Dust uh, because he's, you know, he knows he can take. He know, he's gotten a sash kind of kicked here, but like he knows he can still kill this, this guy, this Viceroy. And he says... Um, Billy, now's not a good time because Billy calls him and he, and he says the whole thing. And he, being held up by his neck by this viceroy, he he just goes, "Who's going to kill you? Just say goodbye already." Look, the viceroy is just like impatient. Just say goodbye already. Let's do this. <laughs> um, he, Billy, hang on. I'm going to. I'll be with you in a moment. <laughs> I think it's really I, fun. I really like the. I, yeah, I mean, I like this book a lot. Yeah, this it's a good book. When I, when I said I missed these characters, I actually did. I 100 percent meant it because it. It's been years since we last read, read volume two or volume three, excuse me. And just the antics of Molly, Dust, Billy, Tyron, all of this entire book was just so much fun to read. It was so much fun to get back into the world of Wasted Space to get to, for this. And I'm like, man, part of me is kind of bittersweet that the next volume is the last, is like the end of it. But at the same time, I'm actually really happy because it's like 25 issues, nothing to sneeze at. But also, I'm really excited to see how the story ends. Like yeah. I have not been this excited to get to the end game of a comic book in a very long time. Uh, yeah. uh, just a final note uh, on on the ending. Uh, um, I forget their names, any other names, but like the Tyron's original crew comes back to help them, so they'll probably show up in that final that final volume. I like that crew. Um, the like the, the leader uh, goes up to Dust and is like, "It looks like you've been a busy boy, Dust." Oh well, you know, in all of the hard days work. I hope you haven't worn yourself out too much because they were banging hard. And in the last volume, I remember she says, uh, he says about her, she has more virality than I ever could. Like she wears me out and he's a robot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's hilarious. Right. I love that. She's, she's spicy. I'm glad that yeah. I, I was nervous at the end of the previous volume that Rex wasn't going to be part of the end of the story. So I'm glad that like that's come back around. <laughs> I need to know yeah, how I good Mountain Dew. That thing I'm being. I, I, I was really, I was really, Happy to see Rex, which was surprising because Rex is a is a character that in the even in the last volume when 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 Rex was like, "Hey Billy, I'm going to go with them." Also, he's like, "Rex, I didn't even know you were still here." <laughs> yeah. And he had a good arc, like he he you know the the kitten sister, little the stuff and stuff like uh, it's it's cool that everybody that we meet is is going to go with us forward into the we final still, volume. We still we yeah. still we'll still have to see. I, I expect some some final appearance of um our our one friend Fury. who's not here at the end. Yeah. Fury? Oh, I bet she'll yeah, she'll do like a big Captain Marvel blow up. Oh yeah. I'd like to see her show up in like as like Adam Warlock in Guardians 3. She <laughs> is like half gold now. You yeah, just like well. flying through space. We're just like stuck on our head for a minute. Yeah. Heart um, plays in the background. It says it's written. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really glad we finally got to do this this last volume. I don't think I have much else I, I can 
no. I can say other than just like pointing out lines of dialogue that I liked because this book sure. is filled with with tons of tons of fun little snippets and things and I like I'm always laughing I'm always thinking I'm always admiring how good the artwork is um yeah I love it by the way uh this is a this is a note for the this is a note for the first this is a note for volume one and three when we when we when we see dust's penis in volume one it's a smiley face and when we see it in when we see um uh billy's penis in volume three it's a sad face and i just thought that's really funny that is really good i definitely i definitely <laughs> saw that uh because i have the big collection uh i just the issue 20 cover is of, of the viceroy and it just it just looks sinister it's just it sinister. Does. i love it yeah love it. very the, very fun book love it i hope this oh, yeah. uh book yeah, gets bought a million times and it gets get turned into the coolest show ever made one day and, and all of these people get paid lots of money for their beautiful yeah. work it continues to be this wonderful little gem that we were able to stumble on for yeah mm -hmm. uh comics that's that's just been endlessly wonderful to enjoy mm -hmm. uh this is the i think this is the first time where i felt just like a twinge of a of a negative no which I, is what yeah. i already mentioned about um billy going through some of the motions again but like yeah. otherwise it's still an excellent volume like all the character stuff is is so good and i still love the world and the art so much that it's like a small hiccup is hardly a problem i agree well keep but dang do we know do we know how hard it is to end stories uh so we will find out how this all wraps up yeah yep. that is very true um stay tuned uh be on the lookout on your feeds for a couple of weeks when we'll talk about Wasted Space Volume 5. The last volume. The last one. I'm excited. I'm excited to, 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 to end the journey. I'm sad to see it go, but hey. All hey. good things come to an end. Sad to see it go, but I love to watch it leave. That's true. Um, Alright, well I guess that, that'll do it. The, the Probably the next book club episode you'll see is Ben's. Right? Yeah. Um, Probably. yes, uh, as far as like new book club episodes, yes, it'll be Ben's, uh, our more regular rotation amongst the four of us on single volumes, uh, for unbelievable Gwenpool, uh, yeah. we'll be doing that. Um, also, uh, you'll start seeing archives, uh, up starting, uh, already, uh, for oh? the Fakner book club, we are filling the feed with. Uh, old book clubs from the fake nerd podcast episodes. Um, What's the first one in batches? Uh, give us a tease. Yeah, I'll tell you. So like the way it's going to go is, uh, you know, this this September, our book club started in September. So we're going back to September. Um, and so you're going to get uh, a bunch of September releases across the month from all our previous years. Um, the first batch is going to be Black Science Volume 1. Oh, my God, that's from... Oh. It's from episode 13. Oh my god, it's so long ago. Uh, wow. Justice League, The New Frontier, uh, Batman, Elmer Fudd, The Secret Service, uh, The Hydra Cap Story, and Marvel Legacy number one. Marvel, that's are, an interesting one. Marvel Legacy number one. Those are all the September book club releases, right? No, those are though. That's just the first batch that's going to be out in the first week of this. Okay, wait. Say say those again because, like, I remember I, I remember those I remember those specifically because Black Science and DC New Frontier were before were before we all read the book club. That's true, uh, and those ones come from September 2016. In September 2017, which is the next seven uh, years section, ago, which is the next section in the first batch of releases, is going to be Batman Elmer Fudd, The Secret yeah. Service, Hydra Cap as a topic, and Marvel Legacy Number wow. One. 
Hydra Cap. I'm going to read all these books to see how different my opinion has changed in seven years. Hydra Cap we did as a as a as a topic, and Marvel Legacy we did because that book had just come out, and we wanted to discuss mm-hmm. like the future of what oh. the. Marvel Sorry, my bad. I'm looking a little too far ahead. Hydra Cap is actually uh, and Marvel Legacy are actually October. Spoilers. Oh, never mind. Uh, so, so it'll actually be Batman on More Fun Secret Service and Reborn from 2018. Reborn, the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo book, Mark Miller, Greg Capullo book, Mark Millar, yeah, Mark Millar, Greg Capullo book, yes. Oh, sure. Where, where it's yeah. in, where it's in, man, Blast from the Past. All these, yeah. all these book clubs. Uh. Black Science and DC New Frontier. Black Science was Ryan's and DC New Frontier was mine. Seven years ago. Yeah. Long time. <gasps> DC New Frontier, DC New Frontier, I think we did because Darwin Cook had passed away. Yeah. Not too yeah, long Darwin. before that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Uh, there's also a Star Trek book club floating around out there that will probably show up that I did with Andy Pelasides. I'm so sorry, buddy. I'll get that right. Um, Star Trek classics the mirror universe saga so stay tuned for whenever that pops up um but yeah that'll do it guys so so tons of book club guys as we talked about the you know the book club feed is really going to start popping off um as we get more into comics and things like that especially during the strikes we want to be sure that we are filling up the time with uh things that we have been uh sadly uh, un- uh unable to to get to now but now that we have more time uh filling it up with some some really cool stuff such as the book club, as you've seen, and of course, Basement Arcade, which is the other show that's able to go on currently. Mortal Kombat 11 has just begun. If you're a video game nerd and you want to go check out Mortal Kombat, us playing Mortal Kombat 11, please do. The first episode is out there now, and there's plenty more Basement Arcades coming up, especially as we get into October when we start scaring the poopy pants out of Ben and perhaps even myself. Stay I hope tuned. so. Sure hope so. I hope so, indeed. Um, so stay tuned for for that 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 all that fun stuff. And of course, if you want to find out what shows are impacted due to the strike and what shows are still able to go on during the strike, uh, check out our website at fictorpodcast.com, uh, which it, which is a link below, and you can find everything there. Um, there's also some animation stations that Ben and I are doing as far as like Digimon goes, and we find ways to do some other things. And so stay tuned for all that. Um, you can also check out our Tee Public and our Patreon if you'd like to support us financially. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, make sure to uh, like this video and subscribe to this channel. And fi- you can find us on all the social medias at Fickner Podcast. Uh, so that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can also find us at FicknerGuys Fickner, at gmail.com. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. I also write for AtomicGeekdom.com and KaijuRamaMedia.com, where I'm also the website editor. Ben, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on the internet at benmagnet 27 Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok. And you can also find me writing for Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com, Old School Gamer Magazine, and playing Mary Frankenstein in Dean Dark. Sparks? Uh, you can find me um, just looking to get wasted with the last volume at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. What I was going to say. Dang. And Ryan. You could find me getting spaced. <laughs> over at dj tony snark uh you all you should watch space it's a great edgar wright show from the late 90s with like we said stay tuned for the next couple of weeks when we when we, when we go to waste of space volume five but until next time you see us guys wherever that is stay fake nerds <laughs>